and welcome to another episode of the Graybeard Podcast. This is Bruce Buxton. I'm the Graybeard. That's G-R-A-Y-B-E-A-R-D. I'm glad to have you along today. Uh, as promised, this is the more full uh, episode that talks about the three questions that we should be living with in our life. I'm so grateful to have you along. I'm grateful for those of you who have joined me over and over again. I appreciate your support and your friendship. Um, It's been a great journey for me, and I hope that these episodes will continue to get better as time goes on. I want to start the episode today by doubling down on something I talked about in the last episode last week, which was about family life and about um, happiness and, and how those relationships can benefit us. I was just watching recently a TEDx talk by the late Clay Christensen, who is the dean of the business school at Harvard and one of my personal heroes. And he gave this TEDx talk, talking, and the title of it was, How Will I Measure My Life? And when it came right down to it, he's, he talked about the, the happiness and the pain that can be brought to someone's life uh, through their family and through family relationships. In the end, he asserted that uh, he would measure his life not by the amount of money he made or not by the prestige or the awards that he got, but by those whom he lifted up and whom he, he made better people by him being around. And he specifically said he felt like that applied more to families than anything else. Again, I don't want to rub this in and I don't want to make it um, hard for you emotionally if, if this is not your station in life uh, to have good family relationships. Because what I think ultimately is it's um, within our control to have better relationships and to have less pain. And I want to encourage you to take a hard look at those relationships you have and see where you can make them better and be realistic about what your role is in that relationship and and what you can do as an individual to take responsibility for that. And again, also, if, if you are in a situation where you don't have the luxury of having those relationships either to benefit from or to repair, we still have the responsibility um, to look around us and create a family of sorts uh, by making sure that those people that are around you that you spend time with build you up and we can at least mimic that that um, love and peace and, and great feeling that exists in a family and we can be proactive about it. So. Um, doubling down on that principle, I just, uh, am a firm believer that, uh, the quality of a life of our life will depend a great deal on those relationships. And so I just want to offer that to you at the beginning here, um, before we start talking about these three questions, <clears throat> let me take a minute first and encourage you. If you've liked what I've done, and if you've enjoyed listening to these podcasts, please share it today with a friend or a family member, someone you think would benefit from this. I mean, that's the the reason I'm I'm making the podcast is because I would like to hope that something I have to say uniquely uh, uh, will be helpful for and appeal to someone who needs that message. And I'm going to rely on you just a little bit to be able to. Uh, disseminate that message by sharing it with a friend or with family members, uh, work acquaintance, anyone who you think would benefit from it. Um, 
Also, if you uh, feel so inclined, it would help also to spread the message organically if you could go into Apple uh, Podcasts and rate and review the podcast because those um, rating and reviews uh, have a lot to do with the searchability of the podcast. And so I, I would hope that you could also do that. And if you'd like to contact me directly, please do. Um, you can contact me in my email, which is bruce.gillette, like the razor, dot buxton, B-U-X-T-O-N, at gmail.com. So I, I want to encourage you to engage with me. You can you can DM me on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook Messenger, uh, if that's the way you'd like to, to contact me. Uh, we can do those things as well. So what I want to do today is go back um, to the topic of last week and just more fully explain and come to a more full understanding of these three questions that we should all be living with um, that will help us to get the things that are important for us in our life to achieve and to be successful and to have a rich quality of life. If you remember, those three questions are, what exactly do I want? Uh, why exactly do I want it? And what's missing to get exactly what I want? So let's start with that first question. I want to get a little bit deeper into this. What exactly do I want? Um, in the last episode, I, I kind of flippantly just zoomed right past this idea that we normally are able to get the things that we need. And and I don't, I, after thinking about what I said there, I want to qualify that and say that I'm not sure that we always get what we need. In fact, lots of times there are things we need that we kind of sabotage ourselves, and we don't get what we need. Um, when I thought of when I was saying that, what I was thinking of is we normally get enough food. We normally sleep enough that we're not comatose during the day. Those types of needs are fulfilled, but there are other types of needs, emotional needs and other physical needs like the need for exercise or things that uh, will help us to be uh, better versions of ourselves. And those types of needs, a lot of times we we don't get what we need and we, we tend to, well, not tend to, but we have the potential um, to not be quote unquote selfish enough to demand that our needs be fulfilled either by ourselves or by those around us. So I'd like to assert that if we can really get, make sure that our needs are met so that we can be a basic functional human being um, and make sure that we are considered and our needs are considered so that we have that baseline, then we can move on to what we want and we can move on to that idea of achievement and success and um, and and actually growing to a to a degree that's more greatness than it is just adequate so i just want to make sure that that i put that out there that it's our responsibility to make sure that our needs are met and we can't rely on other people to do that for us we need to assert that responsibility and, and get the, to get the things we want. All right. Thanks for continuing with me. Uh, if you heard a little more, more music there in a pause, it's because I had to do this in two segments and I'm not great with the program, uh, splicing program. So um, you got a little bit of a, an interlude there. So I wanted to follow up that last thought that I had because I was thinking about um, needs and, and 
you know, I think it's a reasonable expectation that as a child, you can reasonably expect to have your needs met. And the lack of, of needs being met as a child leads to all sorts of dysfunction and, and things that as an adult, then we have to basically come to a place of ownership for and say, you know what, I didn't get my needs met when I was a child, but I'm an adult now and I can figure out how to do that. And so not only do we have to you know, get into what our needs are, but we also need to look at the effects of not having our needs met as a child and being able just to overcome that dysfunction that's built into the system. So then following on, as we talk about what it is that we want, now that if we, if we can expect that our needs will be met, that we will find a way to have our needs met and we can have that functional baseline of being a functional human being, then we can say, okay, well, what do I really want, right? And so that second, that, that first question, what do I really want, can really be, um, it can re- really be deepened and you can really understand it better if you ask yourself the question, why? I think in the, in the last, um, last week when we talked about this, I was saying, you know, you need to ask yourself why, why, why? So I've got an example of how this works, right? You want to get to the root of what it is you want. So let's use the example of being fit and healthy. Again, we've used that before. So you say, I want to be fit and healthy, and you ask yourself the question, why? Why do I want to be fit and healthy? And so maybe that answer could be something like, I, I, want, not, I want to not have disease, I want to not have some chronic disease, and I want to be f- more comfortable physically. And um, so that, that's a good answer to that question. But then you might want to ask that yourself, why? Why do you want to not have disease, and why do you want to be more comfortable physically? And the answer to that might be, well, I want to be more comfortable in my own skin, and I want to, to be more capable of doing things that uh, are physically demanding. And that really gets to a place where you're understanding what's at the root of why you want to be fit and healthy. The being fit and healthy is a very surface kind of thing. It's, it's on the surface, and it's a surface manifestation of other desires than the des- desire being, I want to be capable physically, and I, I, and I want to... Uh, be unencumbered by the stress of having disease in my life. So the reason that, that you use that question why is so that you can get to the bottom. Now why, why get to the bottom of your, of your desires? Why does provide more than one function for you? You know, because that second question is why exactly do I want what I want? Why also, in, in addition to getting us down to what our real desire is, why also helps us to find the strength to overcome the, the, the reasons that we're not getting what we want in the first place, right? So you ask yourself, why exactly do I want it? You come up to a place where you can say, okay, my why, or the answer to that question of why, is stronger than the habits or the behaviors that's keeping me from having what I want. And um, so how does that work? How does that really work in real life? I think it's wants versus habits or behaviors, right? So you have certain habits or behaviors right now that that actually dictate what happens on a daily basis in your life, right? And so if your if your wants come into uh, opposition to what your behaviors are, then you're never going to get your wants that, that you have because behaviors and habits are, are stronger than the wants are. So an example of how that might work would be, say, the, the, the desire, I want to establish a morning routine, All right? 
And so on a daily basis, let's say you go into the office and, and you want to do your morning routine when you're in your office. You have a home office, you go into your home office and you want to uh, do some push-ups, do a state change, do some meditation, read your scriptures, plan the day, and then prepare yourself physically for the day. These, If you listen to my morning routine um, podcast a couple, several weeks ago, that's my morning routine. That's kind of the way that it works. But let's say you go into your office and your computer, you fire up your computer and, and there's a notification right there that says, hey, you have two or three emails. Now, you have a choice to make at that point. You know darn well that if you answer those emails, what's going to happen is it's going to take you down a road that's going to take you far away from accomplishing your morning routine, right? You know that. You've lived enough life that you know that in the in the in the real world, that's what's keeping you from having a good morning routine in the first place is that you get distracted and maybe you move to things too fast before you prepare yourself for the day, right? So the way that it helps to be able to say my why is stronger than the behavior is that you can ask yourself the question. You can pause, right? You can take that that pause that says um, I, I want to be thoughtful about what's happening here, not just react, right? So you can be an actor rather than a reactor. I love that um, that concept that we. Um, this is found in the scriptures where where uh, the Lord says, um, "You are created to be a thing to act, not to be acted upon." I mean, to me, that's the complete um, idea of proactivity, right? You have the ability to act and not to be acted upon. So, so you know that if you can pause and say, "Okay, well." Why do I why do I want to do my morning routine instead of answering this email? And you can say to you something to yourself like, I know that if I do my morning routine day after day, that as a rule, I'm going to be twice as or four times more effective throughout the balance of the day. So that the the benefit I might get from answering those three emails that I have right now that would would derail my productivity is less than the benefit that I would get from being two or four times more productive over the course of the day. So you can pause and you can have that decision point and it can, you can short circuit the habit that takes you down those roads to begin with. So asking yourself a question, it, it bestows upon you strength, right? It gives you the opportunity to gather your strength and ask yourself um, questions about what behavior is threatening to derail um, what it is that you want. So if you think about that, you think, okay, well, the why kind of bleeds into the idea that, you know, why is, uh, gives you the strength and gives you sort of a plan of action. The, thir- the third question is about that. It's about a plan of action. If you remember, the, the third question is what exactly is standing in the way of me getting what I want, right? It's it's about defining what is um, what needs to happen in order for you to get what you want. Um, so if you remember when I talked a couple of weeks ago about this, I talked about the consultant's workflow. You define what 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 the situation is, the as is state, and then you design you define the to be state or what you want the the state your state to look like when something is finished. 
And then you look at the, the between, you look what's between the as is and the to be, and that becomes the gap, and you do a gap analysis. And then you have a, you have a scope of work that helps you to understand what it is you need to do differently in order to have the to be state, right? So that's what it's all about when you're talking about what exactly is standing in the way. Oftentimes that why will provide you with the strength in that scope of work to be able to overcome the bad habits that are part of that scope of work that you have to accomplish in order to get what it is that you want. So I want to encourage you to do that gap analysis. You know, stop before you start down this road of self-improvement. You know, lots of times we just knee-jerk that and we say, I want this, and you kind of go off and, you know, write something on a piece of paper and say, this is what I want, and then you're surprised six weeks later because you don't have it. I mean, I know I am a lot of times. This this happens to me often where I'll say, this is what I want to change, I want this. And I'll have all the best intentions, but I don't do enough analysis. I don't do enough deep thinking and expanding my thoughts through meditation or visualization in order to gather my strength and actually make those kinds of things happen that need to happen for me to get what it is that I want. That last point, I, I think it is really an important point, is that, you know, I, what was the, uh, the quote from Dwight D. Eisenhower? It says, uh, um, pl- um, plans are useless, but planning is priceless, right? So on any given day, when you're planning to succeed or you're planning to have, uh, a, you know, a real run at getting what it is that you want, you might have to be very flexible and your plans might be challenged and you might have to kind of work your plans around the reality of life. But the way you get the strength to do that is through the planning process, right? Through the asking yourself the question, what it is that I really want and getting down to the nub of it, getting to the root of it, asking yourself why I really want it and really figuring out what desires can overcome other desires that are already keeping you from doing it and then being intimately under, intimately involved with and understanding the plan, right? You've done the gap analysis and you understand exactly what it is that needs to happen so that you can pause, you can take a minute, you can be thoughtful and you can say, I want to overcome this behavior, I want to establish a new behavior and this is what I've said I'm going to do, this is why it's important to me, this is what it looks like and then be able to have that pause and that thoughtfulness in order to overcome those things that are always standing in your way. You know, things don't just, it, 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 this is kind of analogous. You're driving down the road and you, or well, not driving, let's say you're walking down a path and there's a great big windfall in front of you and there's all of these trees, um, you know, down over the trail. You're trying to get from you know, where you are to the other side of that big windfall of trees, the worst thing you could do is just walk right in there and try and make your way through it. A much, much better option is to walk up to the edge of it and take a look at it and kind of evaluate what it is that's going on and where the, where the tricky spots are and where there might be maybe an easier path. <clears throat> this is, I, I am speaking from experience. I had an experience a couple of years ago in West Virginia where this happened. And, and I remember just diving right in. I had my backpack on. I'm just diving right in. And I got myself in a position where I had to take my backpack off and completely walk back out, dragging my backpack behind me. And the person I was hiking with just went two feet to the left and kind of walked through and bent over and just kind of went underneath three or four different trees and around a couple others and was standing there waiting for me. I had to extract myself, come right back out, put my backpack back on and then go around the same way that he did because he had taken a minute to figure out what was going on. 
So this is very similar to, to what I'm talking about. Just take a minute, pause, evaluate, and make sure you clearly understand the situation and then proceed with, with thoughtfulness and with understanding. Well, I really hope that this uh, discussion has is, is been beneficial to you. As I said before earlier, um, I'd really love it if you could share this with friends and family, anybody that you think would benefit from listening. I don't think it's a, a huge expense of time for most people because most people listen to podcasts driving or doing the dishes or whatever. And I, I do believe that there are some thoughts and ideas here that if you give them a little bit of sway in your head, that, that they can really be beneficial. I know they're beneficial for me to talk about them and to really come to an understanding of them. And so I hope that it does the same for you. So please share the podcast. And if you can, go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review. And boy, if you really, if you want to talk to me, I'm, I'm all about um, carrying on a conversation. You can, you can email me at bruce.gillette, yes, like the razor, dot buxton, B-U-X-T-O-N, at gmail.com. I am the Greybeard, and I appreciate um, you listening uh, week on week, and I uh, can't wait to uh, make the next episode. I think I have a surprise for you next time, and I think it'll, it'll be a really nice uh, change. So um, hopefully you have a great day, and we'll talk again soon. Thanks.